to Weekend Rental episode 63. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. You can find all things Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com and also at Geekade. Whether it's gaming, beer, movies, comics, or more, you'll find it all over at geekade.com. What's your geek? My name is Ryan, and as always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Nate. What's going on, guys? Let's dive right in. Buy, rent, burn opening segment. If you're not familiar with the podcast, what we do is we all pick a game for a given system. This week, we are looking at the TurboGrafx-16. We'll basically all play these games and then give our opinions as to which ones we would personally buy, rent, or burn. Andy has selected Tricky Kick. Nate has gone with Silent Debuggers. And I've gone with Chew Man Foo. Let's go back up to the top. We're going to start off with Tricky Kick, Andy's pick here. Start off with the description. Um, flex your thumbs and tease your brain. Tricky Kick takes brain-teasing puzzle gaming into the next dimension. Six different heroes trapped in a mixed-up, matched-up world of obstacles. And they battle their way through hostile hazards. Uh, weave your way through hostile hazards. Great description. Uh, through 120 levels of mind-bending possibilities where wild animals, robots, spooks, and trolls try to keep you from your goal. Yeah, it's a somebody took like a the old box pushing game and tried to make a puzzle game out of it, or a, a more uh, like a Tetris line clearing type thing. Sprinkle a little bit of animal abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah, they took the old box formula and themed it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all it is. There's not much else above the. Uh, just the graphics packages for each different hero. It's kind of weird though. Cause like there's something okay about pushing boxes, but there's something not quite right about kicking animals. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> there's something felt, wrong with that. I mean, I felt a little guilty. I mean, you kick them until oh. they explode into each other. I don't know. It was enjoyable. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind kicking animals. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I even like the move where you like the croquet move where you set up an animal in front of the other animal and then you whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Make them fly across the screen. Yep. Is this yeah. essentially like a, a match, a match game, right? Where, I mean, the goal is to get two of a kind to right. bump into each other. Right. Yeah. Right. But with like an absurd amount of precision and planning. Right. Like, even on the first level, like, you're given no instruction, really, as to what's going on. So if you don't repeat that first level, like, three times, like, you are Mm -hmm. a fucking genius. Yeah. Yeah, once you hit the, you know, especially because there isn't any direction, like you said, and then you figure out, okay, I got to push this guy, and he goes clear across the other end, all the way to the top, and then you can't do anything about it by bringing him back down. Yeah. That was really obnoxious. It is definitely a planning game. They kind of know that when it's like they map a button to give up to start over. It's like, yes, (laughs) that's kind of a bad design already when your puzzle game where you can just fuck up the puzzle and you can't beat it. So it's telling you like 
all like your first thing beyond start is like that level select. So they literally let you pick any of the one through 120 levels you want because they know you're going to just like rage quit this son of a bitch and want to come back <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I like the little cutscene though from like when you choose what path you're going down or, or whatever level or hero. They have that quick little cutscene of the hero. It just looks really, really good. Very mm-hmm. turbo graphics. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I feel like it's like a nice coat of paint on a turd, though. Like, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> kind of like the next game we'll talk about. Window dressing only goes so far when the gameplay sucks. <laughs> is this is this your game that we're talking about next? <laughs> I think we go Andy, Nate, Ryan, but we can wow. change it up if you want. <laughs> wow. You already just prefaced the game to being garbage. Let our <laughs> listeners decide. Hey, there's lipstick on that pig, though. You gotta appreciate the lipstick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there's lipstick. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you said, like it's a box pushing game with like a weird animal twist. Like there's nothing inherently flawed about the game. It's just the type of game that most people play for a little bit and forget. And I feel like there's, there's almost no difference here. It's weird too. It like the the box art in this like references none of the in-game content at least in the US. The PC Engine one does a better job, but Turbo Graphics is just a mind blower. Yep. Yeah, I would have. I, I figured it was probably like either a soccer game or a puzzle game. Yeah, but, or like a, I kind of always assumed it was like some weird like clax type thing because it kind of felt like that based mm-hmm, on the cover art. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No other deep thoughts on Tricky Kick? <laughs> are we, are we it's not a very deep game, so no. <laughs> you punt animals. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. Nate's pick silent debuggers. This is probably one of the more notable games. At least I feel people reference this one a lot when they talk about the triple graphics PC engine in the description. Everything is deathly silent. As you explore the abandoned space station, what terrifying secret could have wiped out the whole patrol of debuggers, the galaxy's fierce masters of combat. Wait, what's that pinging sound? Time freezes as a monstrous insect like creature leaps for your face. Shoot. He's dead. But you just activated the computerized self-destruct mechanism. Now you'll have to blast through six levels of unspeakable monsters uh, to disarm it. So this gem of a game that is highly underrated, Ryan. Sorry, I'm building my case here. Um, This is, a, I guess, a first-person shooter for the TurboGrafx. Um, I don't know if I'd call it, like, shooter per se. It's more of a... First person dungeon crawler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of equivalent to like an old, I don't know, Duke Nukem in a way. Kind of. Is that accurate? That's very gracious, but we'll allow it. Well, not not to that awesomeness or Wolfenstein or whatever, where you're uh, going down hallways, typically uh, just opening up random doors. You can get lost in this game very easy. It's it's very difficult to navigate through this game. Go to the outer rim. What are you doing? That's where the monsters are. <laughs> yeah, where is the outer rim? <laughs> I don't know, but I heard it a hundred times before I stumbled across it. Yeah, so uh, you're basically hunting hunting the aliens, and as you get closer to these aliens, uh, you have lights on your display that start flashing. Uh, the closer you get, and then um, as soon as you open a door and one pops out, you shoot it, and that's about the game 
um it sounds more exciting than it actually is it's kind of creepy kind of a creepy game uh kind of metroid music-esque where it there isn't there's a lot of silence and then some ambient noises here and there uh i mean it's kind of interesting what they were trying to do with the turbo graphics um because there wasn't a lot of games on that system that was doing something like that or even leading up to that on consoles so you got to respect that a little bit you had stuff on the nes that tried to do it like um um shadow gate is that one um i mean they so basically like they took the trappings of like the old school room by room left to right work your way through dungeon crawl games from the pc era that had translated over to consoles but they got the brilliant idea of using the horsepower of the turbo graphics the audio the visuals the color palette and then blending that with like an rpg sort of anime overlay so you boot this game up <clears throat> the title sequence is killer uh the cutscenes and hand-drawn stuff and like everything leading up to it and the weapon selection is all awesome it gets you really pumped up and it drops you into one of those with with a coat of paint on it and then you immediately realize that like this entire build-up has just been like a really gussied up version of a game that's existed a gameplay style that's existed maybe isn't the best suited. I mean, they basically tried to take that technology and turn it into like what you said, Nate, a first person shooter and they kind of pulled it off, but it's pretty evident within the first few minutes of this game that all that build up kind of falls flat. So when you said people are talking about this game, is it well known? Do a lot of people love it or is it got yeah. great reviews? I've never heard of it. I mean, uh, among the turbo graphics PC engine community, this game is kind of held in a higher regard than maybe it needs to be. I don't know. I mean, it, I, it probably comes down to presentation, right? That's where it right. really shines is like, there's, yeah. there's even like super Nintendo games that don't look as smooth as this. Is. I mean, you can, mm -hmm. the thing with those dungeon crawlers back in the day, it was like one screen at a time. And it was like really slow. So you would like go to one screen and load and then it would show up and, you know, line by line almost where this yeah. it's like you can cruise through. You, the structure is still a dungeon crawler, you know, room by room. You can tell, but you can fly through it. And honestly, I think, you know, other than, you know, a full 360 view and, you know, a little bit more action, it's not that far away from being a doom. Yeah. I mean, given the limitations of the hardware, it does everything it possibly can to make that game feel like that. Yeah. But they, like you said, it's a huge mistake where they just drop you in to no action at all. It's like, here you go and figure your way out and spend 10 minutes right. doing nothing. <laughs> Especially when they don't even take the effort to like try to put visual cues in most of the corridors. Yeah. Like, it's just gray, you know. I mean, they could have done little things that would have helped, but... Or they could have just put you right in the way of harm, which is probably the way to go. Yeah, at least right at first. Yeah. yeah. I do appreciate, though, that when you die, it's like you don't die. You just passed out for five minutes. So like, oh, you waste five minutes. Better get back in there, bud. You can do better. <laughs> Pat on the back. Yeah. It's uh, definitely got a good theme, though. Like, definitely a game that you could get, oh, yeah. you know, the most immersion that you could out of a Turbo Graphics game. <clears throat> yeah it tries really well and actually this is one of those games that 
the release date between the PC Engine and the Turbo Graphics was not that far. It was like same year even. Wow. I think just a few months apart. So that's pretty cool. That didn't happen often. Man, that's an eight. That was eighty nine, right? Ninety one, I think is what oh, it was. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So pretty neat. All right, should we move on to the last one? Yeah. My pick here, Chu Man Fu. A novel action puzzle game set in the sacred towers taken over by the evil sorcerer, Chu Man Fu. It's up to you as an apprentice female monk to free the tower and lift Chu's curse to bring peace and fried rice back to the land once ruled by the Egg Roll Dynasty. Nothing culturally offensive about that one. That's <laughs> Wait, that's is there sure. is, are there female monks? I think that's what I'm hung up on. Is that I think a they're thing? called monkettes. Monkettes. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or chick chick monks, maybe? Babes. Babe monks. monks. <laughs> yeah. So basically in this game, it's kind of like a super cutesy top down one screen puzzle game where you've got four different color orbs and it's your job as the female monk to push them into the corresponding color slots, uh, avoid enemies and rinse and repeat. Um it's a very, I kind of likened it to like a kid-friendly, maybe bubble bobble, like super simple, easy. Uh, visuals were great. Uh, character sprites were large, triple graphics staple. Um, it's a fine puzzle game. It's it's one that I could play a good amount of. Um, and I also appreciated that if you have a triple tap, there's a kickball mode because one of the mechanics with the orbs that you're pushing in to match up is you can kick them. Uh, so it's kind of cool that they made like a bonus game out of the game. Uh, I didn't really play it because it's not what we do with byron burn but i did poke around in there a little bit so what'd you guys think i enjoyed this game it's fun um i don't i wouldn't say it's as easy as as you said like oh, <laughs> once really? it got to the to the second level even just second level third level i felt like the difficulty increased a decent amount but uh it is, is really fun as you're trying to um, go through this maze and things are chasing you kind of pac-man esque um yeah. and uh i don't know it's just it looked so good it it was uh visually just a really stunning game and um i kind of like that like cutesy anime-esque um style of game and so it was it was really fun yeah i feel like the art style is not the art style and the gameplay is not what you would expect from the name of this game Right. So right. it was kind of like a pleasant surprise. I always I I've heard this game before, the Chu Man Fu. And I always just think of like the what is it called? A full man chew or something like full that. Man chew. <laughs> Where some like mustache thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I picture something way more terrible with the name than <laughs> it actually is. Yeah, if I actually picked it on name alone because I read that and it made me laugh. So I'm like, no, that's it. We're going with that one. Yeah. It's amazing that we picked three games where you, you, the titles had nothing to do with like what you would right. guess the game would be about just off the titles. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's definitely uh, I mean, it's a preview of what I'm going to pick here, but it's the it's the superior kicking puzzle game on the Turbo Graphics, <laughs> <laughs> Based solely on because you can grab the item that you need to move instead of. I feel like we should insert like a clip from. Uh... Parappa here where it's like kick punch all <laughs> it's like he was singing about our picks in this Byron Burn yep, video. Yep. <laughs> it's 
It's funny that you guys both pick puzzle games, though. I that no are idea. that are very yeah. kind of similar in a way. I mean, I mean, one's definitely one more superior less. than the other, <laughs> yeah. right? Absolutely. But uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, who knew? I can't really name another game that you puzzle game where you kick things. Yeah. Kickle cubicle. Uh, ah, it was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> I thought we decided it was kick like cubicle. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. The official pronunciation. Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, there isn't a lot to say about this game. It's cute. It's a puzzle game. It's simple. It's fun. Chiman Fu. Slightly racist. All right. Let's go back, <laughs> give our verdicts as to which one we would buy or enter burn. Andy, let's start off with you. Yeah, I think my buy is going to be True Man Fu. Uh, that was easily the the most fun one on here. Gets you right into the action. You kind of know what do you need to do right away. And, you know, the the different mechanics are really fun. You know, kicking enemies is really fun. And and uh, trying to grab something and avoid them is also a lot of fun, just like Pac-Man. So that's going to be my, my buy. Uh my rent is going to be Silent Debuggers because that is a showpiece for Tobaro Graphics. I had no idea that something could run like that and actually have that much story and like immersion to it. Uh, it just sucks that they didn't keep that momentum going once you got into the gameplay. But uh, yeah. And then my burn is going to be Tricky Kick because, hey, hurting animals is not cool. It's never cool. For some people. <laughs> Nate's a bastard. Don't, Nate, give me your, I... don't give me your gerbils. <laughs> Oof, I don't want to lean into that segue. Um, Nate, what are your picks? Um, I think my buy is going to be Full Man Chew. Chew Man, uh, <laughs> Chew Man Foo, Full Man Chew. Uh, it, it's, it's a really fun game. Good puzzle game. One that I could find myself playing quite a bit, um, just kind of sitting down and immersing myself with that and getting frustrated and whatever. But I, I, I feel comfortable saying that that is my buy, my rent. This is where it gets a little more difficult because both games weren't that great. I think Silent Debuggers ran better and looked a little bit better. It's not. A game that I enjoy. It's not a style of game that I like. The dungeon crawler s games aren't really my my cup of tea. But uh, that is gonna be my my rent. And then my burn is going to be tricky, kicky, kicky, tricky animal Kick. animal beater, whatever it is. So Ryan, what do you got? I was, I'm really shocked there because you seem to endorse animal cruelty. So I thought that was going to be a buy for sure. <laughs> it was, but I really don't want a stigma on me. So Okay. Okay. Just, all right. Um, yeah, I, this one's clear. Um, True Man Fu is a surprisingly good, very colorful uh, and fun, simple puzzle game. <clears throat> Not unlike Bobble Bubble, in my opinion, as far as like pick up and just play and have a good time. <clears throat> and I would rent also Silent Debuggers. I think there's, there's, everything there to have a fantastic game. It just fell short on the gameplay execution, but it is a hardware pusher. It looks great. 
I mean, it's very memorable. You'll never forget this game once you've played it, even if it's only for a few minutes. So definitely a rental. And then I'm going to burn Tricky Kick. It's just not an enjoyable puzzle game. It's a very frustrating puzzle game. So if you like really frustrating and challenging puzzles where you can't fuck up because you have to restart. That's your game, but (laughs) I'm burning it. I'm setting those animals free and then I'm burning that game. (laughs) They're coming to my house so I can kick them. Monster. I don't know what's going on with me tonight. I'm sorry, guys. You have two dogs. It feels so bad for them. I'm going to come over there and steal them while you sleep. Pete on the podcast. They're not real. Pete on the podcast. Pete on the podcast. I like it. That's a new song. <clears throat> Drop a beat. Another pirate burning the books. Or if Pete was listening, it would be Drop the Meat. Get it, guys. <laughs> Come on, man. Give me that. I will not laugh at your dad joke. Uh, Well, that's another buy rent burn in the books. You stole my line, you son of a bitch. move on into the middle segment of the podcast um i mentioned last time before we did our decade of uh gaming and review we we're gonna probably talk about our predictions for gaming in 2020 but i thought we'd touch a little bit on news um more importantly i just want to talk a little bit about the game awards um i watched them all the way through i don't know if either of you were i caught most of that. it i think yeah i um I'm a huge fan of the idea of the Game Awards and that they're being a platform to <clears throat> celebrate the industry, its creators, and its content, but I felt like they weren't sure what they were doing this year. Obviously, the, the Game Awards needs to make money um, and take you know, ads from sponsors and things, but if you're basing the majority of your show on exclusive reveals, which I don't know how much Magic fucking paid... But it was a lot this year because that's like eight <laughs> magic games being announced. And then you're quickly like rushing through, like also winning this award. Blah, 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 and like, I don't know. They, they spent like a third of the show actually recognizing people giving them awards. And then the rest was rushed through for a bunch of like quick down and dirty premieres of a lot of stuff that I'm sorry wasn't that exciting. I mean, yeah. other than Microsoft's kind of bumble, if you ask me to like announce a new console in the way that they did that's i mean i'm sorry pc the new P- pc or pizza <laughs> oven i've seen people like edit a pizza slice into that <laughs> v, which is absolutely hilarious <laughs> i saw a great image today that was the yes. cyber truck with like the xbox series x in the back i was like yeah that's right uh, yeah that was kind of nuts though it was kind of nuts but i feel like this was definitely of 
I would say the what the last three years have been the most professional and organized that like Jeff Keighley's awards have been. But this one just took like a weird turn in a in a way that I didn't feel as a representative of what maybe even he wants the show to be. It's just never going to be what like the Oscars are, right? Because those guys have money backed but over. It like be? I know, but there's you don't have all the studios make putting money in toward that right okay. you yeah, know you're right there's not like a big slush fund yeah it's not like a celebratory thing in that regard yeah. in for industry-wide i guess but yeah it was um it was pretty telling all the popularity of the the switch and like how many switch games got like teasers and trailers mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing and you know no first party stuff which it's nintendo so of course they're not gonna but it was it was a lot. What do you think of the the Xbox unveil the Series X? I mean, was it? I felt it was a little weird. Like you're gonna show oh in game world design real time engine, and then like hey here's Forza, there's FIFA, there's Halo. It's yeah. like okay, clearly this is Xbox, but you're not showing me anything that's getting me excited. But it was it cgi in engine or was it gameplay engine like that's the big thing for me because like if it's if that wasn't just cgi that's insane because some of that uh senua game looked really good as far as the graphics right but you gotta assume that they're probably gonna sell this thing for like 500 or less right yeah so do you think it really was that powerful i I mean they're gonna take that big of a loss on it yeah yeah who knows yeah i didn't i didn't watch any any of it go figure but I did catch a lot of the quote unquote highlights afterwards, just running through YouTube. And there, I mean, I'm in the same boat, Ryan. There just wasn't a ton, ton of things that were overly exciting or that wowed me. And, um, yeah, it, it just, I don't know. I was less excited this year than I was last year, I suppose. Maybe that's because I played the game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like I, I get that they have to do a fair amount of exclusives and unveils to like get people to like jump in and watch this thing, but like, yeah, I really felt like they missed the mark on like paying tribute to the industry. Um, I also thought it was hilarious that they got the like Green Day thing, and then like the whole tie-in with Beat Saber because that doesn't make any sense. But like as soon as they announced Green Day, I'm like, oh, Billy Joe like hates this kind of shit like when the crowd's not all about him and you can tell like in those two songs that he was about ready to be like fuck this drop the mic yeah. walk be- out before the yeah before the last beat of the drum he was on his way off, off the stage yeah. yeah like the transition of the second song he's like you can get the fuck up here it's prom it's okay i promise i'm like oh this is gonna go bad I'm like this is i heart radio all over again uh, yeah he's starting to show his age a little bit too yeah well, when you had your hit album in 1995, I guess it's going to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I would love to know like the uh, process of them figuring out the game of the year, like what the waiting votes are, weighted votes or whatever, because it just seems like Sekiro is such a weird choice. Right. Like I was happy it wasn't Death Stranding, I guess, was my big takeaway. But... Yeah, for sure. Like that one's way too pol- polarizing. That's why I'm like Sekiro is just kind of like that. Everybody would give it like the third place vote. So that's what rose to the top. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know how that works because 
out of all those type of style games like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, this one seems like it had the least amount of hype behind Bucks it. Bucks given? Yeah. Right. So No, I agree. And like um, Disco Elysium, I felt like, I mean, that got a ton of awards, but that was only ever a game like I heard in passing. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like on the tip of like the media front. I guess I heard a ton of people talk about it, though. But Yeah, if you're in that cool. type of game, I'm sure you're probably is. But. Yeah. I am excited for Wolf Among Us, too. I can't believe that is a real thing. I, as, soon as, as soon as they said a reannounced game, I was like, oh, it's a telltale. Yeah, I was like, it's going to be telltale <laughs> something. Uh, I also love that they closed the last reveal with that fucking hot ass Fast and Furious game. <laughs> Cutting edge graphics. No cringy moments from Vin Diesel and What's Her Butt at all. They had me on the edge of my seat. I'm like, yes, this is what I've wanted. Need for speed with guns on my car. Thank you. 18 years in. Appreciate it. Uh, Why? Yeah. I... Why did that happen? It's so weird. Like, he's not that big of a name. Like, to close it not do, anymore do you bump yeah. him out like how do you bump everything to make him the last thing i don't know i mean i guess he wasn't that riddick game which is really good so but Maybe twitter there was maybe. quite a few people excited on twitter about the fast and the furious thing which i was like what are you serious yeah, those people are called morons <laughs> but there are people that just get excited about zero one percent like, they're like oh i can't believe this and i'm like yeah i mean it's not that exciting. Like, I can't wait till this happens and then nothing happens. Like, people build this show up to being yeah. so big and there really wasn't anything there. I think uh, my my main takeaway, one of the highlights, was that the fact that they got the Muppets in there and it was the least cringy moment <laughs> of the entire show. Like, that's unbelievable. Uh. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for the guys who got the awards from them, but you know, yeah, <laughs> it was good. Can't believe Goose Game didn't win a single award. It seemed like uh, the internet's sweetheart. Yeah, <clears throat> just hit Game do Pass. We a, yeah, and do we need a camera or not a camera, but a category for uh, like best gaming tweet? What? Why was that? A, why was that a category? You're just, you're just jealous, you guys. Yeah. I guess I did. Yeah, I gotta step on my Twitter game so I can make the twenty. What was the tweet that won? I don't. They didn't announce it on mm -hmm. show, and I didn't pay attention. Guess what? It was sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. It's a little weird too that Doug Bowser did like a tiny segment. But then Fizeme like introduced <laughs> yeah. a whole category and talked for like twenty minutes. He's like, even though I'm not in the industry, you no longer work for Nintendo. Obviously, you must have Nintendo's blessing, though. I'm sure. Yeah. But Free flight. He was still very, very much Reggie. Yeah, that's the thing that blew my mind. He was like, I love video games, and I like he was doing the whole pitch, and it's like, dude, you're not in. You're He's not gonna keep in video on games anymore to random things. Sir, you know you're not invited. Back in my day, I was I used to run Nintendo. All right, sir. Sounds good. Yeah. Or during an award, he's just walking he's real walking in the, the background staring at the camera. Some random Reggie moment. Did you guys watch or read that IGN thing? Like the lie that made a ter uh, made Nintendo no. what it is today. I saw it, but I didn't. No. I didn't read Nobody, it. Nobody really. 
Oh, it's it's absolutely fantastic. You guys need to check that out. Oh. So basically, they did it like a kind of Norm the Gaming Historian style video on it, but the story is written up to on IGN.com. And it's all about how <clears throat> this like guy who owned an electronics store in Sweden was on a business trip in Hong Kong or something. Picked up a game and watch in passing and then started like calling to try and figure out who the distributor was. Weaseled his way into Nintendo to try and get exclusive rights to distribute Nintendo products throughout all of Sweden. Basically lying. He admits that he lied saying he was a distributor because he wasn't. He was just a dude with hardware or like electronics store. And uh, yeah, to this, like he, they basically credit him with the introduction of Nintendo as we know it today into Europe which basically was the test bed to bring it to the United States. And to this day, he's the only like now he can, now they control all of Scandinavia and it's the only privately owned, um, like headquarters that Nintendo has like wow. in Scandinavia. Cause like he made such a impact with this group. It's a fascinating story. I'm doing a terrible job ex- explaining it, but huh. you, you should watch it. It's like 20 minutes of your day that you'll enjoy very much yeah but yeah he's like before the internet you could say anything so the interviewer was like so that whole first conversation with nintendo with a, was a lie he's like yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good really good really good yeah, i'll video. have to check that out i i don't know sometimes when those things hit the feed i'm like ah, oh, that's not even it's like just click clickbait and then i just don't get into it clickbait. but yeah. yes <sighs> And you see IGN, so like it's it's fair to be skeptical. Uh, but this really? is probably one okay. of the best things that they've done. Yeah. Then really I'll good. have to watch it if it's not fake. Fake news. Oh, please do. I'm opening up our document so we can uh, put down our um, our guesses on how much the Nintendo PlayStation will go for. Oh, it's, uh, is it up for sale? It's going up for auction in February. Well, didn't a guy offer to pay privately like three million? So yeah, and he took it. He didn't take it. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get more than that. I don't think so either. So they're done. They're, they're like, we toured the world. We showed this thing off. We're taking the payout. Yeah, I guess he's sick of the Frank Cifaldi <laughs> opening like a GoFundMe for this. Or what? <laughs> I don't need know. a lot of money. Like it, it's cool, but I was thinking about that for if you had a few million. I, you could probably damn near replicate this thing. Like, if you had the schematics and everything. An elaborate hoax. So what's yeah. the going price? We don't know. Oh, you mean to, like, sell this? Like, make it functional and, like, manufacture it? Yeah, like, make a new one. Boy, that's ballsy. 1.75. What, uh, what side are they selling it on? Uh, it's the one where where they do all the art and shit. I forget where oh, it's called. The the auction house people. eBay, Heritage. Oh, okay. Heritage, we got Heritage auctions. What's that auction <laughs> yeah. place? eBay. <laughs> so what's Amazon. your number, Ryan? <laughs> oh, I think it'll probably break one and a half million. I don't think it's going to do three. Because that's the thing is, like, they're selling it at the absolute pinnacle perfect time where people are, like, all these, like, non-game <clears throat> collectors, like, huff and farts for these things that they can get, and they're going to acrylic seal it. Get it graded. I mean, it's going to be a VGA graded. It'd be worth 10 fucking million dollars. I think 1.75 is the number. 
Although that's really sickening to think that like who has that money that is like, I'm going to buy this. Like why? It just doesn't make any sense. The thing is, is it's like one of the more sure. interesting stories in gaming. It's also a pivotal piece of hardware that changed but also the does nothing forever and that nobody believed existed. Well, oh, I mean, Super Nintendo games. Yeah. So does my Super Nintendo. Right. But does it have a no, CD drive? But I, I can tape a Walkman to it. Exactly. That's not the same, Nate. I can say one million. Low balling, everybody. So we're yeah. one, 1.5, 1.75. Yep. Yeah. One, $1, yeah, Bob. Well, good for them. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, for people finding Kreplica in their attic and like getting to travel the world three times over, probably. They kind of got their 15 minutes of fame, so whatever they get out of this is... It's crazy. Just in the yeah. I mean, I, I'd prefer they donated it, to be honest. To the... To, to my game room. Game history organization, or... <laughs> yeah, game But, I mean, I get it, too. Like, it's... it's The that, thing that's is, tough it's to made the round, yeah. so it's, like, basically sold itself, right? Yeah. The luster is definitely gone, like... Everybody has seen it now. Like it, it's, yeah. it's not like it was packed away and you're never going to see it. I mean, he made it available no. for people to see and try out and everything. So I guess that part's important, but yeah. Yeah, if you were a regular convention goer in the last three years, you've had the opportunity to touch and play this And thing. put a beer on it. Us, yeah. All of us. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a whiskey sour, but you yeah. know. Guy's pretty legit. Right next to a million dollar <laughs> <laughs> one of a kind console let me put my cocktail Stupid. here please <laughs> fucking idiot uh, uh, yeah I don't know I mean if it happens once though there's a chance that there's another one out there yeah it's funny So, did Sony like ever officially I don't know if either of them said thing? that yeah I don't know if either of them have, has actually said that this is that's real right well and it, well I swear there was somebody from Nintendo who no was no longer employed to like referenced it and like explained that yeah it was a prototype but like I don't know that Sony's ever really like had an official statement on it maybe I just do you think it, Nintendo yeah. already has one like they have to have a vault of stuff like curating I mean they're they're Japanese and Sony became their mortal enemy after that so <laughs> I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they just like vengefully destroyed everything maybe I will still find out I'm heading to Japan Super Nintendo right yeah are you I'll just pop in and say hey I got a couple questions for you guys (laughs) in regards to this Walkman slash Super Nintendo Walkman. Mine's like taped together. <laughs> I want to authenticate this. Is this the real deal? It says Sony on it. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Well, let's we'll keep our eye on that. February, you said? I'm going to put a bit in. Yep. I'm going to start yeah. at $1. <laughs> Just so that I can say I got $1, one bit in on that. 
You probably bid twenty thousand. Watch it doesn't. Then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh <it> well. <laughs> I'm sure you probably have to put twenty thousand dollars in to even right. be a bidder. Deposit. Yeah, uh, and mortgage your home to them. That's crazy. Put money on the line. Well, slight gaming news out of the way. Are we ready for predictions? Predictions all the way into oh, the no. year 2020. In the year 2020! <laughs> yeah, I thought you were never going to reveal your real voice. But... <clears throat> yep, I was the guy. I was La Bamba before I became a podcaster. <laughs> You guys got me. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, some of the some of the stuff is coming with the Xbox. <clears throat> yeah, we should we should note these somewhere. I think. Hot take. Leading up to E3. I think the direct that happens prior to E3, Nintendo is going to have the reveal trailer and release date for whatever the Breath of the Wild 2 is, and it will be oh, dropping holiday season say. of 2020. Okay. You can piggyback on it. Uh, will it release? There's, there's a difference to them saying it no, will. No, it's going to release. It it's going to re- yeah, it ha- release it holiday has to. 2020. It's the only thing that can keep them on the level of console launches. They're also going to drop a Mario Odyssey sequel trailer. Uh, Coming out when? 2021 or 2? March? Yeah, that's a good guess. But that's not Dang it! Invalid! The trailer, well, no, the trailer, the trailer will drop for a Odyssey 2. Guesses on Super Mario Odyssey 2. <laughs> um, the Revenge of <laughs> Bowser. Cappy. What's the dragon's name? <laughs> I think it's going to be. Uh, that's a good guess. I like that one. It's going to be called that's, The Honeymoon. Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, Seas. But no, it's going to be spelled weird. It's going to be spelled Odysseys. Oh, like not S-E-A. just the letter C and apostrophe <laughs> S. S. Odysseys. Right, no, right. C's. No, yeah, we're going to know. Right. Right. It's, it's going to be about. It's like a boat that's shaped like a hat. Space boats shaped <laughs> like, like hats with balloons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be a massively multiplayer online game. <laughs> it's basically going to be the Battle Royale. Of the Mario Kingdom, <laughs> yes. Predictions. Oh my gosh, battle royale game where you you uh, throw your hat to control the other person, and that you keep throwing hats at people until there's That'd only one fun. person that gets it. And then you make yeah, and you make them commit suicide. That's how you. Make, oh my gosh, this is the best idea. I think for uh, we're also going to see for just cross platforms. Um, Just Dance, probably 2020. 
one um, release <laughs> holiday 2020. That is the so, safest bet I, I've I ever think heard anyone say. We might see it on the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> <laughs> no, they lie. this is the last year it's, it's definitely coming out on the Wii U no, the just Switch to mess Andy sure. up <laughs> oh, man. what about the good. PlayStation 5 are we going to see yeah, I don't anything know. ridiculous with that I predict the price Ooh, points going to be I was going to say they're going to they're going to they're going to push it to 599 they well, can't they did that once everybody hated them it was called the PS3, and nobody's dared do that again. I was trying to remember that. Was that the base model? <clears throat> no, the base model was four something, but it had like what six gigs? Yeah, it wasn't much. It was like six hundred for the one that was like actually worthwhile. Yeah. What what kind yeah. of games are we gonna see? Because that's what I was wondering. PlayStation Five, like right out the right out the gate. I don't know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an Andy prediction yet. Yeah, I'm trying to think about what Sony would do. Probably going to be taken out. A God of War sync. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My nipples just Both of those things you said are highly plausible. Dude, I don't know, man. I... The longer I look back on Horizon, the less I appreciate it. I didn't even I wasn't even that oh, bored. Horizon the two, that'd be great. I don't think Horizon I don't think what? Horizon's that strong. The best part of Horizon was the story and they fucked it up at the end. I think it's a franchise for them. Oh, I for think sure. it will be, yeah. I just feel like my shit's given meter has dropped <laughs> a little bit. I want one of those meters. <laughs> well that's a that's a good prediction. I, I could see that being a console launch. That's yes. they've been awfully fucking quiet, right? Yeah. The only thing I could hurt that is that is a very small dev team, and that was the first open world game they made. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they've had enough time, but maybe. Because when did the Frozen Wilds thing come out? Was that like eighteen months ago now? Probably. Yeah. It was twenty eighteen. Yeah. It's a good guess. I think you're going to bring back a kill zone. I think so, huh? Because that's yeah. the same guys, right? Isn't it? Fuck, you're right. God damn it. We can't have both. Yeah. Can we? Okay. So kill zone's out. I think The Last of Us 2 is not going to launch when they say it's going to launch. And it's going to be a launch title for the PlayStation 5. I think it's for sure coming out for PS5, yeah. Yeah, along with the PS4. That's my prediction. Solid prediction for Sony. I also think, based on the news this week, that there is an attachment that's coming out in January for the PS4 DualShock. Oh, with yeah. With an OLED programmable screen and two paddles indicates to me that the PlayStation 5 controller may come standard with two underneath paddles. Mm-hmm. And that the uh, plug-in will just make your PS4 controllers forward compatible with the PS5. Not that they want to already be. I think think that's a high possibility. possibility. Although it also, it is also a weird Nintendo or a weird Sony peripheral. So it could be one of the like dozens of things that they put out. Don't announce, don't give a shit about and don't (laughs) promote. So 
Like it could just be a dumpster fire. I think there'll be a new uh, VR model. Yeah. Okay. But I thought we thought compatible the PS4 one was going to be compatible games? to the five. Yeah. So I think they I have think to. It might be. They, yeah, they probably have to stay with the same tracking model, maybe. But I think there'll be a new helmet. And you think it will be the premium experience? Do you think they will allow you to hook in your PS4 headset still? So I think so. Power performance. I think so. Okay. I'm with you on that. I like that thought. I predict that Stadia is going to be huge. <laughs> that <laughs> they're going to be. be awesome. There's going to be a redemption. And 2020 is going to be massive for Stadia. I think they change their business model and then there's possibility. I predict that the 2020 release of the Atari <laughs> VCS will not happen. It will never actually materialize into a consumer product that even the backers get. And, uh, the what's left of the company will declare bankruptcy. I think that's accurate. Wow. I think that's the prediction that's gone on oh. for years. We're pretty close. It's coming to its end in 2020. I'll say the PS5 will be vertical as well. Can it also go horizontal or it's strictly vertical? It, it, it'll go both ways, but. Jeez. I predict the Xbox will launch significantly softer than the next PlayStation and still continue to struggle to gain momentum. I, I'll, I'll say the opposite. What? Yeah. They're, they made a PC. Yeah. I think there's, I think PS5 is going to be pretty much a PC too. Yeah. But they're going to market it as a console. Yeah. And I feel like Xbox is going to lean heavily into Game Pass and Gold. And that will be their that will be their platform, not the machine itself. Yeah. I I it was funny that they showed the disk drive for sure. They were like, see this slot yeah. here? <laughs> I hope that's just for backwards compatibility. So okay, so with that prediction, you were saying launch to end of year numbers, you think Xbox will take the lead over Sony? I think so. I think Sony's going to be higher. Wow. I think Sony's going to come in higher priced. I don't know. I feel like they've learned enough. They still got a little bit of arrogance. I feel like they're going to figure it out and not do the PS3 again. Five ninety nine. But you might be yeah. right. It's five ninety nine. I'll look your Please taint. Five ninety nine. Please buy. <laughs> I predict that uh, all three of us will will still be white in twenty twenty. <laughs> you know, it's a podcast. And people can't. Well, see now us. you guys know. <laughs> you now you guys know. Bastard. I'm a quarter Cherokee, so I find we let you guys see. peer into our lives now. I just want to let you know that we're we're white. 
we're white males in our 30s i know i didn't want to surprise anybody yeah pain if it wasn't painfully obvious already. oh my gosh <clears throat> well i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of mind boggled by your whole xbox over a ps5 thing that's i think they they're going to come out swinging they have to I'm going to go on a limb here. This is a wild guess. Nintendo will officially release a left Joy-Con with a D-pad. <laughs> are they, it's a long shot. Are, are Joy-Cons done, though? I don't know. Well, but that's the thing. is They're already manufacturing the D-pad with the light, so why not just slap that fucker in there? Yeah. Can I make a, a retro prediction? Does that count for 2020? Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you mean by retro? You're going back in time and all. No, just course, the the status of retro gaming is going to change in 2020. I think we're going to see okay. Nintendo or NES at its all time low in the last I don't know five years. I think. I well, like I think we're going to see the up. prices on retros drop. <laughs> significantly across the board i think you're gonna see it no not across the board it's gonna pick up it's it's the generational shift it's gonna drop on nes it's gonna start to decline on super nintendo and then it's going to pick up on playstation playstation 2 and xbox and gamecube to some extent though i don't know like there's so much more supply for ps2 out there that rare but the, the so the you PS2 think the nes is gonna about. be the atari where we don't give a crap no mm. not right away not right away i think the price will continue to go down though next year i think the values will continue to dip over the next probably three to four years and they'll probably plateau i don't think little samson's gonna be a thousand dollar game forever no it'll be a five hundred dollar game maybe in five years I don't think, yeah, I don't think another 10 years, it'll still be much higher than Atari So you believe the PlayStation 2 is going to be the console of choice? Not the console of choice, I just think it will be the new hotness, right? Because you have to follow the money cycle. It's, how old are you when you have disposable income? When's PlayStation 2? Is that 2000? 2099, yeah. they, they're starting to get yeah. the monies. Yeah. And they're still not... The thing with those is there's still not great ways right. to emulate those either, which is kind of... But they're readily money, available. So. There's a lot of PlayStation yeah. 2 out. But, you know, alternatively, you're then going to have your Saturn people too, and that stuff is not... like So those prices are probably going to get even more... Yep. Yeah, within that niche niche group. Sure, of course. And Dreamcast, I feel like has been on a steady increase. Like it didn't get on anybody's radar for the longest time, but I I predict like the next two to three years that'll pick up pretty well. I don't think it's gonna go nuts just because Sega doesn't exist anymore. But yeah, I think Genesis is gonna start to fall too. Like Genesis yep. got like a weird late boom, but I feel like that's kind of already coming back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much all those old card mm-hmm. games are. Yeah. I took Genesis like forever to get a fifty dollar game, and then it, like kind of went nuts for a bit. Yeah, sorry, I detoured. 
bring us back to new gen. That's fine. I, I th- bring us back to new gen. I think Nintendo's going to do something big with N64 this year. 64 mini? Like you said, I it could be that or it could it's just be It's the time be, to capitalize. Or it's or it's going to be, you know, on the Switch. But Okay. That's a good prediction cuz like if my prediction is wrong about Breath of the Wild and they need a holiday crusher, bet your oh. ass you're doing a 64 mini. Comes out will you buy it? October 28th. No, I bet Fuck you no? will. Actually, yeah, I'll my prediction it. is Ryan will have a 64 mini. You will. I'm not going to hook it up. I'm going to get rid of it. No. Ryan, I'm predicting your life. I got it figured out. Okay. I'll make you open it. I'll buy it. That's a good guess. Yeah. Hmm. That's gotten really quiet. You know, the we switch is doing gangbusters, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody was pooping their pants over a 64 mini. How long ago was that? <laughs> Beginning of the year? Yeah, right about the time the PlayStation got announced. And that was a flaming turd, so that put out a lot of the enthusiasm for all the mini consoles. I just remembered, like, two days ago that I still had pre-orders in for you and I on the Graphics Mini. It's like, oh yeah, that was still a fucking thing, wasn't it? So, <laughs> it's coming eventually. When's the release date on that? I think next year, like, first quarter. I don't yeah. remember exactly. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's cool. I, that's I cool. love the triple graphics. There might be mini saturation Should... at some point, but. Yeah. I know my wife's got mini saturation. <laughs> They're not here to tell you what. Yeah. It's all about the saturation. Yeah. Wink, wink. Especially when you said that you're going to lick my taint. <laughs> I don't recall that. Talk about saturation. <laughs> I really hope it doesn't come out at five ninety nine because I just couldn't live with myself. I'm gonna request that you take a shower or a long bath, please. <laughs> yeah. I I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think of what else might be looming. I think we'll get like a in Nate's thought of release window i think we will get an announcement at the end of 2020 uh as to when metro prime 4 will be released sure. i think that's probably a likely first half of 2021 yeah i mean if they don't or have possibly into the holiday launch they don't have anything going by that by the end of the year right that's that's where i feel like if they come out with zelda let that hammer at home and then just announce that maybe in march prime 4 is coming out it's a good one, two, right? Where does Metroid sit for you? Is it like top tier Nintendo game? I think nostalgia wise, it's like top four. Okay. Like franchises. Like I don't love the games like inherently as much, but I love what they meant to me as a kid. Like even though I couldn't really play them, especially the first Metroid. Yeah. It was just like so mind blowing and creepy and cool. Yeah. I feel like its fandom has maybe made it more than it is within the reality of Nintendo, but I mean, you could say the same thing about Smash Brothers. I mean, how many podcasts did we have where Nate was like, yeah, but like Smash is like what? Like <laughs> C tier? And then it's like the best selling game on Switch. I still think it sucks. <laughs> I think you suck. Just like Bioshock. <laughs> it's garbage. 
Come at me, bro. Come at me. I know where you live, man. We know FIFA's superior. <laughs> Just Dance 2021 on the Wii is way superior than Bioshock. So let's 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 steer maybe clear if nobody has predictions on like actual industry stuff. For your own personal collections, what predictions do you have as far as maybe like holy grails or systems obtained <clears throat> in the next year? Mm. Oh, that's really hard. I'll predict that my game room will actually be done. Or shelves. I would like to see I would like to see Japanese Sega Saturn games in my collection. Why? Okay. I have no idea. Back the but... truck on up, partner. I got a hot lot here to sell you. I have yeah, I've had an interest of Sega Saturn. Japanese you don't have the action replay shooters. flash though, do you? No, but okay. I get it. That's also going to be hitting my game room. Is it? Is that a prediction? I don't know. I just maybe some Super <laughs> Nintendo games <laughs> and a VR. <laughs> it's it's oh, amazing gosh. how fast you went to like I collect NES games only to oh yeah my my dirty Japanese import <laughs> games guys. It's my jam. No, I really like. Ultimately, I think maybe I said this last podcast. Like I'm pretty satisfied with what i have i mean obviously i want more nes games etc but i'm going to like as read far as verbatim go, I'm the really console good. string from two days ago where nate was going on and on about how he needs more games for his playstation 4 shut up i'm pretty satisfied i need multiplayer games guys ideas I need yeah because games. i'm tired of people coming over to my house and saying let's play something on PlayStation, and I have nothing to play on PlayStation with them. That's There's no the, couch co-op. Yeah, that's inherently the problem with all this generation mm-hmm. now, especially play at PS4. Like all the experiences are meant to be, we'll play together if you sit at home on your couch with your console with an internet connection. I had the worst experience having someone come over and wanting to play games. Okay, let's one. Here's 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 the terrible. So this is gonna go down a rabbit hole, and I'm starting to like hate having people come over for this reason because I we can't agree on a game. I find us like the game room is overwhelming, and you're just staring at a wall of games, and you can't decide what you want to play. What do you want to play? I don't know, dude. What do you want to play? I don't know, dude. What do you want to play? And it goes back and forth, and then you pick a game. And it's five minutes. All right, let's try something else. And then, uh, like, the people that aren't collectors, their appreciation is very different. And then it's like, well, let's, what do you got on PlayStation? And nothing is up to date on the PlayStation. So I'm trying to download as fast as I can. And I'm like, sorry, dude, can't, can't play that. So, and then it resulted in, we should play Fortnite. Oh, oh God, no. They're like, get the fuck out. What? And then, get out. <laughs> yeah, that's where it ended. And I still didn't have that uploaded. Or like the recent, I was like, there's nothing uh, to play. I I busted out Blazing Lasers. I was like, what do you think of this? Eh, it's okay. And I was like, I, I can't. I mean, that's I not a good co-op this. game, but that's a fantastic game. Well, I mean, yeah, that just sucks. And so I... I want to find some good co-op 
I think the Switch is, games. The Switch is what you need to be doing for that. Really. I tried Killer Queen and nobody loved it. It's fucking so. awesome. I was playing it by myself. Hmm. Get so get Liam into it, and me and Ryder will come over. Ryder's obsessed with it. So I got nothing. You're right, though, about the, like the updates. Like in those situations, are the worst because like those are the type of games that you don't play and keep up to date. And then when you do want to play them, it's you can't. Well, on PlayStation so Network, useless. throttles the communication speed too so like everything's so much slower than it needs to be yeah battlefront too strictly for someone could sit down and play with with me that's That's a hundred gig game too yeah well i'm tired of not having things for people to play on new consoles sorry rabbit hole i'm done that's why you build the game room for yourself and only yourself that's where i'm leading to ryan i'm i have two chairs in here and one of them is to hold pillows. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm going to start embracing your methodology on this. Yeah. Screw everyone. This game room's mine. You cross the line, you die. Goddamn right. America. But yeah, I know. And, I, I know what you mean with PlayStation 4. It is. And I've had both of you over to play PlayStation 4, and you're just like, oh, there's literally nothing that's couch go up here, which, which sucks. <laughs> But I, mean, I don't think it's PlayStation 4. It's PlayStation 4 and Xbox, too. I mean, they're just... <clears throat> with online gaming, they're, nobody's building those types of games anymore, which sucks. Yep. That's where the retro stuff is usually fun if you find somebody who likes that. But I feel like that's getting harder and harder now, too. Like, right. people won't play like an absurdly difficult and obscure retro game because they just don't have the attention span for it. And they don't enjoy like the pitfalls of it, like maybe some people do. So. Right. I mean, it depends on the game for sure. If you load up Strip Fighter, oh, people, fuck yeah, people are going to pay attention. to pay attention to this. Those awkward winks and those full bushes. Who's who's <laughs> not going to love that? I think I'm pretty sure that was the first game that you, you had me play. <laughs> yes. You were like, we're, we're playing, playing this Strip Fighter. Like you were like, doing this. Okay. <laughs> I see that, the A to like B the now on the, the Japanese <laughs> the Saturn games you want. <laughs> I mean, I'm not interested in that for that reason. Uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. I don't know. I think my prediction is for me, this will be an out there one, but I think I'm going to acquire a, a duo. I think I'm going to get a triple oh. or, or possible PC engine CD attachment combo. And then I'm going to have Dan and mod it prediction. Wild out. Wild I out there, you, guess. I predict that you're going to have a Vectrex. Fuck no. I want one real bad, but I have nowhere to put it. But I, I predict that it's going to happen. Okay. You're going to walk MGC, you're going to find one for 250 and you're going to snag it. It's not, that's not out of the question. I think that's <laughs> the part that I'm struggling with because half that stuff is like when it's presented in front of you and you're like, I didn't know I wanted yeah. this. This is what I need to get, I guess. Well, especially if we make it to Portland this year, like we're going to see all sorts of import stuff that's going to be super tempting. Yeah. I predict that we'll make it to Portland this year. Oof. I'm saving a week for it. Nate's out. Andy and I, I predict we'll go to Portland this year. Yeah. Whoa. Fuck Why'd you, you just cut? Why'd you cut hey, me Hey, you out? oofed it. You oofed it, PlayStation boy. Play Bioshock, we'll talk. <laughs> Bioshock <laughs> sucks. Uh, I, I want... It's equivalent to Deep Blue. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just throwing punches now. 
I mean, it might be the same world. He shows up at your front door and gives you the atom. (laughs) I I might get a polymega, just to fuck. Really? Yeah. That's ambitious. Yeah, I just think that's gonna work as predicted. No, but that's kind of why I want to get it. (laughs) Do you? What add-ons are you gonna get outside of the? I I don't know. TG sixteen, right? Yeah, that was like that was the main one for sure, but uh. There's some other good ones, but then the, it's like, do you just build a mister then at that point? I don't know. Yeah, I was just going to, that's just what I was going to ask. I'm like, if you're really going down the rabbit hole, why not just go mister and just like FPGA that thing up? Yeah. People that get deep into that love the mister. Mm-hmm. So do they have a release date for the Polymega? It's early next year, I believe. Okay. I don't think all the sets are out for it, going to be out for it, but. It's going to be one to keep your eye on, though. Yeah. The PlayStation thing was the thing that really was like kind of eye opening, you know, because nobody's really doing that. Well, there's that CD thing that like tried to get off the ground that just never met its budget. Oh. All right. How about. How about prediction? Well, I know I, this wouldn't be a prediction, probably more of a 2020 goal. What game would you like to see you complete that you've been wanting to play complete, mm-hmm. but haven't? What game do you want to get done in 2020? Hmm. Might replay Bioshock. Stop. <laughs> get out of here. I would go back and play through because I never finished uh, Infinity. Oh, man. Yeah, so you got like to see the end that. of that. Because I got the collection. I think I am probably going to try and get through Gears 5. Because now that I get the gaming PC and that one's already on Xbox, Game Pass, PC, I think I'm just going to go down that rabbit hole and play a bunch of those games that I missed. So that's the one I'd like to get to. Because I really, I don't think Gears as a franchise is exceptional or outstanding anymore, but I feel like there's enough there that I want to play through another campaign. I it's might, out there, but I might do it. I might get into Final Fantasy 15. <gasps> I think you played that already. Or no, the... Is it 14? The, the MMO. The online? Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't do it. I know. We just booted up a private server for seven days to die if you want to jump in on that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're only on day 14. Is that PS4? Well, we're on PC. Or PC. Oh, now. okay. It's actually a really good game on PC. If either of you want to play it, because they've actually updated it enough that it's like full retail release now, I think. Sure. Very good. It's fun. Huh. I can see you liking that, though, the Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. I just don't like games that don't have ends and stuff like that. But. Yeah. If it gets good enough, you kind of have to. I do want to play Dust Stranding, but I that could be the game that I play too over next year at some point because I feel like it's going to reach twenty bucks right by like June or something. So at that point, it was uh, twenty five at Redbox right now. Did you hear Redbox is getting out of gaming? Yep. So they're just selling everything off. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because it was kind of nice that they were the last place that you could like actually get a discat. Yeah. So, 
I wonder, like, I, I almost wonder, like, how soon do you think that whole thing collapses? How long can they possibly make games or movies? Because I don't know. I mean, I feel like the queue up isn't what it used to be even. You know, you used to go to Redbox and sometimes it'd be like three people. Deep. Sure. Yeah. You can go up there anytime you, now. Yeah. Right. Or you go to a machine you couldn't possibly return because everybody had returned that yeah. day. And you're like, shit, now I'm driving all over town trying to find an empty <laughs> Redbox. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the, like the next five years, it's gone for sure, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I wonder why it's they stopped crazy. the game. They must just not have figured out that whole like. I have a feeling the scam it was, system like, that was going on. Yeah. Yeah, I think the theft loss was probably too high there. <clears throat> I still remember when that like last Spider-Man game came out, and somebody posted on Twitter like that picture of like the Xeroxed. Oh yeah. Cover art. Yeah, they've been doing wow. that. They've been doing that for years and it's like they don't really have a solution cuz like who do you trust, you know? To say How who do you did do it? that though with a card? Is it you think it's a stolen card? Or do you think they're getting like a temporary like it's preloaded one of, thing? Yeah, preloaded cards for the most yeah. part. It's interesting. But even so, who do you trust though either? You could the person that say, "Hey, I got this." You know, Xerox thing could be lying too. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's pretty good for predictions. Um, it'll be fun to revisit this maybe like in approaching the quarter, last quarter of next year, just to see how far off were we. Yep. I think there's some good guesses there. So let's wrap up the episode. Um, we're not going to do trivia this time. We're going to go back into another 100 best games of the decade list. Uh, this one's from Games Radar. I think we can all agree that the last 100 games of the decade list we saw f- was pretty atrocious. Crap. So, yeah. I think we'll we'll start off in maybe like 30 here. So actually, let's start at 35 because I think this is an interesting one. So at number 35... We put Nate's Game of the Decade, Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, it all depends on what's happening 34 to, 34 to 1, <laughs> if that's a good decision or not. I feel like objectively, just like, that seems like a fitting place if we're looking at the decade. Yeah. Like, already. Yeah. It's not too I bad. feel pretty good about that. Uh, I'm a little already upset about that being 35, though, with this one. Number 34. Little Big Planet 2. Whoa. Okay. I didn't know that 2 was like the jump off point. I mean, the first one was a big deal. There's a lot of buzz. Right. But. Over- was it 3 that was PS4? Yeah. And nobody no- cared at that point. <laughs> yeah, we've, everybody forgot that. Interesting. Huh. 
Number 33. Destiny 2. Hmm. Does that hurt you a little bit? I really like what Destiny 2 did to improve on Destiny 1. But I don't know that Destiny 2 makes a top 50 for me when I look at the decade. Wow. It's a really good campaign. And then it's over. Yeah. I I mean, to be fair, they're still adding on. Right? To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You played it. The, like, like you said, the campaign is probably the best part. But then after that, like I could just never get into like the grinding of just doing the same thing over and over to get your number higher, like by two. Yeah. In hopes of getting your number higher. You weren't even guaranteed. I agree completely. Well, and maybe like maybe this will become a more true ranking because they did just go to the free to play model. So this year we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It feels strangely high. This one I hear a lot about, number thirty two. Have not played it. Outer Wilds came uh, out this year. I'm right at the end of that game right now. Outer Wilds? Wilds. Yeah. Wilds. Does it does it belong there? Yes. Really? Yes. It It is like the perfect exploration game. Of just like Okay. There's nothing over there telling you what to do. You're just out in space exploring it, trying to, you know, like reading some notes here and there and finding clues on all these other planets to figure it out. So what the, makes this better than No Man's Sky? No Man's Hmm. This is more puzzle. Like there's a there's a thing that happens that you need to figure out why it's doing it. And every single planet has something crazy going on. Whereas like No Man's Sky is generated, so they just kind of have to stay in certain rules. But like this is like a certain developed universe so they can make some cool things like there's two planets where one throws sand on the other. And the sand like slowly goes away as you're there, and huh, each planet has some crazy stuff that happens on it that you have to figure out how it's doing it. Okay, take your word for it. Number 31 is addressing Dead Space 2. That 2 was the one that people didn't like as much. Yeah, I don't remember. I third one got into co op, right? And then that's when it, yeah. they didn't make another one, but. Yeah, I don't remember. I everybody is so like hot on those now, and like when they came out, I just don't didn't feel like people were all that much hyped about it. I don't know. No, I remember it being like pretty good with people who like survival horror, but I do remember like the big thing being like it was one of the first games to <clears throat> kind of immerse you in the character and the fact that it didn't have a life bar. You know, he had mm -hmm. that like spine LED light up on his back, and like that was your health bar. Um, so I remember like some of the design choices being memorable, mm. but yeah, I feel like it's only been in the last 12 months that dead space has been back in people's thoughts. And that's probably because people are thinking games of the decade, but came on 2011 too. So it just made the cut. Mm. Number 30 metal gear solid five phantom pain. That's good. 30 good though. Mm, I don't know. Probably not. 
I like that game more as just a stealth game than a Metal Gear game. That's where I was more disappointed on the Metal Gear side of it. Which is weird. I was expecting more to like it more because of the Metal Gear, but it, not so much. And that's one I've always wanted to play and I never got into. I'm like a huge Metal Gear guy and I just didn't pick that one up. I mean, I have it now, but I don't know. It was definitely a shift in gameplay for sure. Yeah. This one's interesting. Number 29, Gone Home. I don't know if I know that one. I think that was pretty high up on that other one, right? That was. Yeah. The artsy fartsy crowd seems to think a lot of that one. And there was a lot of buzz behind it. That's another like walking simulator type game where you're just kind of like discovering a narrative. I strongly disagree with this one, but this one is named at me at all. We're going to number 28. Fallout New Vegas. It's great. People love people love it. Yeah, the people that like those types of games love this one. There's just so many. Is it the best Fallout? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just so weird. There's just so much character in it more than anything. <laughs> I like the introduction line. Fallout New Vegas will be remembered for so many things. Matthew Perry, Fisto, the sex bot. Oh, the yeah. list goes on. <laughs> <laughs> How can you go wrong with best? Oh, I Ooh, talk about a game that kind of exploded on itself. Number 27, Fez. This game kind of went down to infamy after that whole indie game, the movie. Thing. Yeah. The game itself, though. Like, I don't know if I've ever played another game that had me like scribbling things on on things, you know, just trying to figure out yeah. the, the puzzles. It's really cool the way he used like background and foreground and like rotation of perspective and and like like the whole art style is very clean. Yeah. And figuring out a whole language, like you decipher a language in that game, that's nuts. <laughs> Wasn't it the whole thing with this game too though? Like you put it out on Xbox and like there was that waterfall save glitch. And he like the developer took to like social media. He was like, fuck it. I'm never going to fix the game. It cost $10,000 to patch. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's, that's rude. I don't know if anybody's, huh. if they've ever figured it all out. All of the clues. Yeah. There's like a few puzzles that they, they found the solution to, but it was only by like putting in the inputs, like brute forcing the inputs to figure it out. They never fully understood why you'd press those buttons. Interesting. All right, so number 26 here. Super Mario Galaxy 2. That's a real good 3D Mario game. Mm-hmm. At the tail end of hardware that was already lacking in horsepower. Is that the B one? It's infinitely better than the first one. I'm trying to remember which the power-ups in that one. Is that, is that the B and the Ghost? Uh, B was in the first one. Yeah. Ghost, maybe. It had the spring, which the spring was a goddamn nightmare. Yeah. It had Yoshi. Was Yoshi in the first one? I don't think so, was he? Maybe. I don't think so. No. It was just a better controlling version of, I felt, Mario Galaxy. Can't really argue with that one. No. 25, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I didn't play it. 
24 Overwatch. I think that probably deserves a place in the top 30 for its impact. New IP from Blizzard. <laughs> Doesn't happen often. That's not... I'm probably the only one who really sunk a lot of time into it. Can you do Couch Co-op on that? Probably not, right? I don't think so. Be nice if you could. Yeah. 23, Bloodborne. It's no Sekiro. Which I didn't realize was already 2015. It's no Sekiro. (laughs) It's been five years already. This is a style of game that I can't get into, so I can't really comment as to whether or not it deserves to be there. Yeah, me neither. Interesting one here. Number 22, Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go? Go. Oof. Well, I guess influential, if you want to look at, like, influential, that kind of blew up. There's still I mean, yeah, it's just, thousands of people playing it. I just I have a hard time calling it a game. How isn't it a game? Well, I mean, I don't know. You capture and fight Pokemon. It's the same way. It's just a mobile Is game, it just though. It's on a f- there wasn't much strat. I mean, the last time I played it, though, there wasn't really much strategy or choice or anything in it. It was just kind of like, go to this spot, get this thing. You have it now. It must be enough of a game, though, that they were able to spin it off and uh, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. And yeah. sell it on consoles. Yeah. So that it has some lasting power. That like two months though was insane. Everybody yeah. that you saw, you could just look at them and tell that that's what they were doing. Crazy kids walking in front of cars and <laughs> all sorts of crazy shit. Twenty one Dishonored two. Hmm. I didn't play I, it. I like those games. I don't know that it blew me away. Yeah. Twenty. Dark Souls. I feel like there's a theme with this type of game here. <laughs> I would say it'd be hard to look back on this decade and not have the Dark Souls franchise be high in this list. Yeah. As someone who's never like hated myself enough to get into these games, I can't really comment though. This is the only one I've played. And I did not maybe I probably didn't give it enough time. That's what everyone tells me, but like I, you know, a couple hours I spent was not fun. Well, the problem is, you know, that's all it demands of you is time, right? Right. <laughs> and punishment. Yeah. I like where this one's seated. So we're at number 19. This is Fortnite. I feel better about that. Yeah. I feel like Fortnite is an institution. It needs to be in this list, but I'm glad I didn't make it higher than that. What? I'm also excited about this one. 18 is Rocket League. Wow. As above who Fortnite. Who loves Rocket League? I, I'm super happy to see it above Fortnite. That's where was huge, uh, where was that on the last list? Did it even hit oh, it? You made it. It was lower. It was on there, but lo- much lower. Okay. It wasn't top 50, was no, it? No, I don't think so. I really enjoy that game. That's a couch co-op. Yeah. It's a fun one. Um, this was a big one at the time. The Walking Dead season one. This was 2012. This came out. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like the first resurgence of modern point and click games. Plus, The Walking Dead was huge at the time. 
kind of turned telltale into the monster it became and then wasn't it was a good story but yeah i liked the story i like the story i didn't like the gameplay Ugh, i don't know about this yeah number 16 is just destiny vanilla destiny 2014 you put <clears throat> destiny was a fucking train wreck what? above destiny 2 yeah huh. i don't necessarily agree with that i think as someone who was like a huge halo fan and a huge bungie fan and all the promises they made for destiny and it also coming out on last gen with current gen it was just a game hampered with development problems and it was a portion of a completed project as far as I'm concerned. This one's interesting. So number 15, what remains of Edith Finch? Hmm. I wouldn't say that's anywhere near that. It should be anywhere near that high. These indie games. Oh, I like this one. This is a stretch, but I, I, I applaud this. Number 14, Titanfall 2. I think Titanfall 2 is one of the most fluid and responsive shooting engines that's been put out in the last decade. And I think Titanfall 2 got completely overlooked in the wake of a bunch of other releases, including like the Call of Duty and Battlefield hype at the time. But Titanfall 2 is fucking awesome. I just completed Titanfall 2. It's great. I'm going to add that to my list of that or middle segment of games that we're going to play next year <laughs> it's fun it, it just it's really good yeah it's it looks good plays well i'm surprised oh man this is kind of controversial right here number 13 minecraft i feel like that's got to be a top 10 i don't know what's going to be say it again out. minecraft number 13 oh yeah that's that hit number one on the last list right yeah probably yeah yeah i think so huh 13 feels a little low still one of the most played and streamed games there still hasn't been a game that's quite matched matched it either uh number 12 i laugh when i see this come up again stardew valley it's like people didn't realize they could have been playing harvest moon for the last 20 years i mean i'm happy that somebody took it out of japan and just actually made it cool and like added cool things up to the the formula but yeah it's it's kind of the same thing yeah it's strange so number 11 i don't know about this one personally um super mario odyssey oh i'm i'm not a huge fan of odyssey people who listen to the podcast know that it's not that it's a bad game i just don't consider it in the pinnacle of mario games no, I think the pinnacle is Super Mario 3D World. Or 3. Yeah. Or World. But 3 isn't part of this bracket, right? Not. Well, even Galaxy no, 2 but is I just, better. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going outside of the, the decade. Would 3D World yeah. fall in that? Yeah. Yeah. I think Odyssey's good. I would say it's yeah. good. There's a big buzz around it i mean because it's a mario game on the latest console there's some cool things in it for sure yeah. if i was ranking like worst official mario games i would put sunshine at the very bottom and i'd put odyssey probably right above it 
personally. Hot take. Well, you always say that that you don't like Odyssey, but I don't think you've ever explained why you don't like Odyssey. Have it's not you? a Mario game. I'm not playing as Mario. I'm playing as Cappy. And then most of the time I'm occupying something else that's not Mario. And then I have to go to that stupid New Donk City and pull some Sonic Adventure bullshit and think it's okay <laughs> for my fucking animated weird character to walk around normal human cities with butt rock guitar music. It's terrible. Oh, I fucking hate Odyssey. Now I remember you talking about that. That stupid. That secret world that you get to right after you beat the game is pretty cool. I could see Wally that you also hate that one too. But yeah, and then they did nothing for me. It was like a slap in the face. And then what are those fucking fucktard rabbits called? Brutals. Brutals are stupid. If it had just been the Koopa kids, that game would have gone up like three points in my book. Why couldn't it have been the Koopa kids? Or you only had to fight them once would be cool. Right. What I was fighting three times are stupid. Sorry no. Okay. Mario Odyssey, we get it. What, what's next? <laughs> Number 10, Joiny. Let's say what? Joiny. No idea. Journey. Oh. Journey. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that was that was really great, Brian. Andy's favorite game. Yep. Should be number one. Number nine, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. I could see that. I don't like it, but I could see it. Yeah. Fits. Probably higher, but it fits. Number eight, God of War. The one that came out. The new one? Last year, yeah. I haven't played it yet. Why didn't you buy it? It was 10 bucks. I still it wasn't it available. I told you about this. It wasn't. Well, yeah, I went out the same day, in, or I went out on Black Friday and could not snag any Did of those games. Did you go to Best games. Buy? Yes. And I asked the guy, and he was like, oh, no, no, we don't have any. Hmm. Could have gone online and ordered it. No, instead I bought $59 Luigi Mansion. Waste of money. <laughs> yeah, I really like what I've played of God of War. I just started picking it up because I, I picked it up this Black Friday. I like the story it tells. I like the way that it tells it. I like the level of detail put into it. I don't necessarily see anything particularly special about the gameplay because i played a lot of video games that play like this and i played other god of war games but what it does is very impactful so i could see that Ooh, i like this one number seven grand theft auto five probably one of the most mind-blowing immersive and fantastic stories i've ever played in a video game i think this would rank in the, my top 10 of all time probably so he'll just ends does it though I is that amazing build up do you kill your friends do you not kill your friends yeah what you gonna do yeah but then they had the online when it ended right oh did they i don't know well they didn't initially okay. <laughs> they got delayed but huge it's huge number six. uh number six mass effect 2 People seem to like that. Pretty good. You were number five. A little low here. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Everybody turns oh. on has turned on that game, it seems like. Yeah. I, I still love it. Yeah, I don't still probably one of my favorites. And it always comes back to the weapon durability, but it's like they had to do something. Somebody Right. Somebody on Twitter was like, it's not even a real Zelda game. What the fuck do you mean? It's a Zelda game. 
Zelda's in it. It is. You want to talk spirit tracks? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's as close as you could make a original Zelda game, pretty much. Yes. I mean, it doesn't have dungeons, which is a valid complaint, but it has other things. I don't know. I mean, they, those are just as long as like an NES dungeon is. Yeah, they're a little dumber, though. Yeah. So number four is interesting. Red Dead Redemption, the original. Really? Andy, you know, you're a big fan of that one. It's better. Well, I haven't seen. And I think people like it more than two is the general consensus. Yeah, I haven't played. I mean, obviously, I haven't seen the very end of the second one yet because I don't want to put myself through that again. But uh, yeah, I like I like the story in the first one quite a bit. Came out in 2010, so just made the cut. Hmm. Uh, this is a good one. Number three, Portal 2, 2011. Mm-hmm. Why can't Valve just make games again? Yeah. Everybody wants Half-Life 3. They need Portal 3. Portal 3. Very interesting in mind, trippy games. I love Portal. Yeah. Nate, have you ever played Portal? No. Okay. Yeah, that's one we have to get you. Is that equivalent to Bioshock? No. Good. It's like puzzles with jokes. I'll have to check it out. Is that the one that you like fly through floors and walls and things like that? Kind of. Yeah. Sure. You basically you make portals and you go through the portals to traverse puzzles. I'll have to check that out. PS4? Um... I don't know if they ever brought it over. Uh, maybe digitally? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is it- I think you can play it on Xbox One because it's backwards compatible, but yeah, it may not have come to, it may not have come to the four. Yeah. So PC you could. You could run it on your machine. It's an old game. Number two. Any guesses? Hmm. Games of the day. All the number ones that I would pick yeah. have already been gone. So There's a pretty obvious one that we haven't hit yet. That's up Andy's alley. Kingdom Hearts. It rhymes <laughs> with Switcher. Witcher? Oh, sure. Yeah. Witcher 3. Oh. Everyone seems to love that game a lot. <clears throat> and then number one. Any guesses on number one? I frequently said it is overrated in a game I played prior. But what system? Three, PS3 and four. Oh, Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't I don't I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> it's it's Nathan Drake with Zambies. They uh as much as I like the game and I like the narrative and I like everything about it, I just it's not it's not that unique, I guess. I've always felt maybe I'm just being cynical, but I think it's it's the story is the main thing. It's like it's a story that is better than most movies, which is probably not something it's so that memorable. is memorable. Yeah, it's probably not yeah. and it's something that's unique outside of movies and just something that hasn't really been done that well in games 
Yeah. I would have a tough time putting it as number one given a decade. It should probably be in the top 25 to 35 for sure. I don't know. This feels like a better list to me than what we heard previously, but this is still not quite right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, hmm. I think we just got to create our own mainstream, list. a mainstream lens than maybe I mean, the last of us has certainly had like a huge impact. I think that's what it, it comes have down the impact to that la- like Zelda had. Or yeah. Like Smash brothers ultimate. Like did you know what Smash brothers ultimate wasn't in there at all? Top 35. Huh. I think we need to create our own list. People would hate it. Just <laughs> well, that's too bad. I think it's tough because, like, in the last 10 years, indie games have been huge. And then you always pick games that are, like, like Last of Us is, like, it's for the story. Or there's certain parts of it where it's, like, well, that's revolutionary for this certain part. And and then you have Zelda. Things like Zelda were just a great game. You know? Just game game. You know what bothers me is that Brothers of Tale of Two Sons wasn't anywhere on there. Well, I like that. If, if Journey should have been up there, then that game should have been up there. <laughs> You're always pulling for that game. It, have you played it? Yeah. I gave it to you and told you to play it because it's fantastic. Yeah. And you probably didn't play it. Oh, it's great. What happens in it, Nate? <laughs> well, the father dies. No. And then the brothers take the submarine down. That is not it. Down. You're thinking of Song of the Deep, the and that's water. not at all. That, that still didn't happen. And then, well, there's something like doesn't the, doesn't their father sick or something at the beginning? That's why they're the mother. The mother dies. And then something okay. with like Pikachu comes in. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's a fantastic game, and you should have played it. Got to catch them all. Everyone should buy it. We should start a new segment recommending genre defining games to Nate that he'll disregard and never play. I feel like that's what this has turned into. That's fine. Bio, bio, fuck who? Brothers, my ass. <laughs> a lot of the problem with games, though, is like you have to get toward to a certain point or get to the end to realize a lot of things. Like that's where Last of Us really shines. That's where Brothers is. Like when you get to that one moment where you're like, oh, you know. I liked all the moments in Brothers. All of them. Oh, I don't know. There was some shitty puzzles in that game. <laughs> Like a three-hour game, though. Yeah. The same thing you said about Journey. There's some shitty stuff. I'll play it. Puzzles. Okay. You guys got to remember that that you have kind of a head start on all this new gen stuff. So I haven't been able to play all of the games that you've played. So I'll get there. That's literally that's literally not true. What? What do you mean? You chose. You had. We've been alive the same number of years over the last decade with disposable income to buy them and have them in our favorite. Right, but I've chosen not to purchase them and I've chosen not to play them. But you're acting like it's a deficit, like you lost a limb and like you had to get like an adaptive controller to be able to experience. You just didn't buy them. That's your own fault. We don't have an advantage. We're just better gamers than you, mate. (laughs) Sorry. That's fine. I think, I mean, I'm kind of jealous, actually, of that, like, if I could go back and play some of the 
really cool things compared to a lot of the stuff that comes out now. Like I'd rather do that. Yeah. At least you need to go back and cherry pick instead of like stumble through a lot of the shit that came out. Yeah, when you're only worried about what's coming out next. It's not yeah. as fun. Some of it loses impact because of like reasons, but there are certainly time and place games, but a good game will generally always be awesome. Unless it's on the 64. <laughs> Want to take us out? Okay. I'll take us out. Uh, we we want to hear from you. Uh, send us a list of your top 35. Is that where we were at? 35 games, uh, maybe? Yes. Uh, see if you agree with that list, if it's better than the last one. Uh, also, I'm really curious about your 2020 predictions. Is there any that uh, that we kind of missed or that you want to add to that? You can email us. Send it to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. We read all of them. It takes a little bit of time, but we do get to all of your messages. And uh, so just hang tight and you will, uh, you'll hear from us at some point. So weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias, Twitter, YouTube, all of those things. Facebook, 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 <laughs> Facebook. They merged um, with Reebok. Yeah. And then you can find all things <laughs> Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com as well as geekade.com. And as always, be kind. Rewind. Saturated bananas. I'm going to need you to take 5 to 10% off for Squirtle Night. <laughs> Bioshock sucks. <laughs>